It's always darkest before the dawn. And well, depending on which brand you ask right now, that may be more or less true. And you're listening to episode 198 of the Vigilante 1939 podcast. We are a father-son, best mind dynamic, where we talk all things DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and more. In this week's episode, we're discussing more Superman legacy castings. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow gets a writer. Does the MCU's latest shortcomings have any effect on the DCU's hopes? The Marvels makes history, sort of. The Fantastic Four finds its Reed Richards, and Spider-Man 4 may have, so let's call it, world-building going on. I'm one of your co-hosts, Nick Zen. Again, before we get into the show, if you take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we will read your review on air. We are, of course, available anywhere you find your podcast at. Just search Vigilante1939, and you will find us. Now joining me each and every week are Nico and Nick Russo Jr. Gobble, gobble. Hey, happy, uh, uh, very thankful to be back. It's been a couple of weeks, and it's, it would appear that we have a uh, a plethora of plethora. Uh, subjects, or as plethora. I used to say in the old days, a plethora <laughs> of things to talk about. So, uh, And I don't even know yet. You guys are going to fill me in because uh, I really I am spending much less time on uh, the X the last mm-hmm. few weeks. I've just been very busy with work and Really have not been absorbing all these all this information, so it's going to be very fresh and exciting for me tonight. Nice, Nico. How are you? Yeah, good to be here. I'm glad. Um, if not for you know some things like crazy sicknesses, I was battling pneumonia a couple of weeks ago. Um, we want to tackle some of this stuff sooner, but I think it it normally sometimes when we wait, it works in our favor because we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about some stuff more in depth than others. Um, but it's crazy. Uh, what's not on the show notes? There was the biggest news. <laughs> I'm sorry. The there was just so much that you both never said anything to me about this. I think the biggest news of the day. It's greater than any Superman casting than any. Happy birthday, news. No, not that. Not even that. Well, it will be your I birthday. Guess. No. Yeah. Is no one going to talk about how R- Robert Pattinson's having a baby? Oh, Batman's having a baby, guys. The real son. The real Batman. The real son. The real Batman (laughs) will have a son. There will literally be a Batman and son. Yeah, congratulations. That's cool. I just am shocked that no one in this space wanted to talk about the real Damien. So, you know what we're doing? Or Dahlia. That's cool. What all the other people have failed to do. And we're congratulating for Robert Pattinson and Suki Waterhouse, I believe her name is. Yes, uh, their upcoming child and um, Batman's having a kid. It's awesome! Congratulations, the to soon him. to be Vicky Vale in in Matt Reeves' Batman Suki? Part Two. Is you she an actor now? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know she's now. What she's she in? She was in the um the Daisy Jones Daisy Jones and the Six. That's what she was Amazon. in. You're right, yeah. you're right. That's what she was in. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess what what should we do you want to do heavier stuff first or quicker stuff first? But let's let's hit them right in the gut right away, or the gun, I should say. Okay, there's a segue for Superman Legacy. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, the I guess the most relevant news of today, 
right? I, I know some stuff came out earlier in the week, but I think we got to talk about the big one is that Nicholas Holt cast as Lex Luthor. He was in the running to be Batman, lost it. Was in the running to be Superman, lost it. And now we find him as Lex. Was he rumored as Lex too? Yeah, I, I think very early on they were talking yeah. about saying he was that, uh, if he wasn't going to get that one of the superhero roles that he would be ideal for uh, for the, one of the villain roles for Lex mm-hmm. Luthor, right? See, yeah, and I, I think usually sometimes what they'll do is they'll bring you in the screen test for one role, and then really it's to see if you would match for another role. So I think maybe that's what happened. Yeah, I think he was always up for Lex. To be honest, I think they just brought him in. To see how he would fit against uh, Corn Sweat. That's what I think. I know Zeddy's take. I don't know my dad's, and they both don't know mine. So Which I'm gonna let Zeddy. I'm gonna let Zeddy lead this. Yeah. And then I'm gonna have my dad go because I, 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 I just know. I, I, I know what his take is. But I, I think I know it. what it is too. And then I'll give you mine. So Zeddy, which, which frightens me. You you kick this one off. You're going you're going from ascending to descending. I see what you do. But then you'll see <laughs> which one of the two I fall with, or maybe I fall with neither of you. We don't know. Watch the menu. But what we do know <laughs> is that Zeddy's got a take for you that he's about to share in three, two, one. Shazam. I think it's a brilliant casting. No. <laughs> okay, no, look, all, all seriousness, I actually think the casting, when you really sit down and you think about what actually I think Gunn is trying to set up, I think it makes perfect sense to have a somewhat younger Lex Luthor that's in similar age range to Corrin Sweat and Bosnahan. To me, it just comes across a little bit better on, on the screen. Like, it's a little more realistic to me to see, like, a guy that's in the same age range to have a more personal animosity towards a guy that's supposed to, like, this older businessman archetype that we've kind of seen long and before because to me it just it, it comes across a little bit more organic too like you know like it's a new universe that's starting off from scratch you got a superman and lois that are that are really similar in age too i would imagine lex luther is in that same ballpark too and we've definitely had instances where lex Luthor's a little bit younger in age like there's been his like smallville where he starts off as like his friend and then they eventually learn to go to hate each other um, and then you got something like a For All Seasons, which James Gunn's clearly pulling some influence from, where Lex Luthor is older in the case, and he is a more established businessman. So maybe it's a it's a somewhere between the two is what we're gonna get. Um, but I just think the casting's fresh. It was not on my ballpark. I'll be um, upfront with that. I don't I don't hate Nicholas Holt. He's not my favorite actor, but I think he's an okay actor. Um, he was pretty chilling in a movie called The Menu. That's kind of where I can see some Lex Luthor. Uh, tendencies from he's a Warner Brothers guy too. He was in Mad Max Fury Road, um, some other Warner Brothers movies too. So he's a Warner Brothers guy, so they like him. Uh, but again, I, I think I think it'll be a fresh move. I'm curious to see how it plays out. Um, but I do like the decision that they're all going to be closer in age range because I think that's a great that's a great choice to not have any baggage to when you're setting up in new universes. He's not really somebody that that I don't think can do the job because he was in prior movies that didn't work before. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm going to give it a shot. Father. Okay. Um, oh boy. Now I'm nervous. I mean, I don't know. It's just like obvious, uninspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for some oomph 
with this movie and it's just not giving me anything. And uh, he's really going to have to make the story sell it. And maybe it will. Maybe it will. Um, I have nothing against Nicholas Holt as an actor. Um, but when he's the guy that was supposed to play him from the very beginning, the inception, when they were talking about it and winds up being him. I don't know. I just think this movie lacks star power. I think it lacks. I, I, I don't know. I mean, now at this point, you're, you're, you're left to maybe casting some older actors. I will agree with you, Z, that the closeness, proximity, and age is a good thing. You know, I, I had my my sights set on possibly Robert Downey Jr., his Lex Luthor, or even a Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, they would be older than him. Maybe maybe that story's been told before with Hackman and Reeve and all that. Nobody wants to see that. But that's what I think. I got to be honest with you, man. Nobody knows. I was looking at the casting of this movie, and um, look, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I don't know if people are going to care. You know, David Corinsweet is Superman. Nobody knows him. Rachel Brosnahan, yeah, television, but not a motion picture person. Nathan Fillion, I mean, I don't believe he's in the movie for long. Isabella Merced, Edie Gathegi, Anthony Kerrigan, Maria Gabriela DeFaria, and Nicholas Holt. I mean, it's an it's an unknown. It's an unknown list. It's bizarre. I mean, it's not even Iron Man one where you had like. Uh, Jeff Bridges yeah. and Gwyneth Paltrow and 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 Robert at the time, Jr. At, I mean, at the time, even Terrence though he was Howard. down on his luck, yeah, he was still, you know, you had you had you know Terrence Howard. I, I again, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not downplaying the, the creativity and the magic that all these people could bring to these roles, but mm-hmm. it feels like a smaller, smaller budget thing. It just feels that way from what from what we're seeing right now. So I don't know. I, like I think I that's said, what he's going for, though. Too. Yeah, it feels it feels very much like they got maybe the restraints on him, and it's like. But again, you got all these. You get these all these superheroes in there, though. So I don't know. We'll wait and see. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the movie, but yeah. I just I got to be honest with you. you. You know, you tell somebody in the mainstream that Nicholas Holt is playing Luther, and it's not going to move the needle. It's not going to move the needle for anybody that doesn't know about this stuff. I'm just being honest with you guys. So I just don't think Gunn's missing casting. That's why I'm. I think I'm a little bit more lean. Is that I, I trust his eye, I guess, by now. But I can understand if you know if you're a little hesitant yeah. with that as well. I think that's totally fair as well. I just think that for me, I think he's earned my my goodwill, I guess, so to speak. But Nico, it's a, it's a very low. Go ahead, Nico. It just it yeah. is what it is for me. I am. I'm going to answer this in a totally different way because I've started seeing a lot of response to the casting and um, what I don't want tomorrow, because I know some of you are out there, some of you are pals of ours. I don't want sub tweets tomorrow. I (laughs) want a direct at if you want to have this conversation. I'm shocked that no one I have seen is saying what I'm about to say. Um, it goes without saying Gunn is phenomenal with characters. His character work in all his films is outstanding. And Zeddy, I agree with you. He casts incredibly well. So he saw something in Nicholas Holt that maybe I don't see. 
I believe him. I think it's there. I'm waiting for the vision. I'm excited for it. If you look at Nicholas Holt's career, a lot of the roles he has played. Um, and when you think about what Luther is traditionally, hmm. um, why is no one saying it's much more similar to Eisenberg? Oh, it's a very similar casting. They were the they were close to the same age in BVS too. Mm. They did it. They just did this. They just tried to do this. Yeah. So, do I think Gunn is going to do it better? Yes. Do I think Holt is going to give a better performance and portrayal than than Jesse Eisenberg? I do. But some of the names my dad just said, right? Mm. And Zeddy, you've referenced like the kind of traditional way where where he's older, he's established. Um, the younger Lex we just saw and well, Lex Luthor wasn't in BVS. Mark Zuckerberg was, I just want to clarify that. Well, but it's still, it was a younger (laughs) version of the character. Yeah. No, yes. Struggling with the gravitas of what Lex Corp was and the obsession with Superman. Yes. Um, what, where I'm saying though where it feels more like Eisenberg is if you look at his career, take maybe take X-Men out of it, some quirkier roles. Hmm. I would say Zeddy in the menu, I would say he kind of becomes a, a wimp shell of himself, un, unhinged kind of like sad boy in that movie. I would not which, which say- Which could be what Lex Luthor is. I would not whatever. say there's anything intimidating about him in that movie. He's quickly- um, well, that, movie, him, right? that movie is great at subverting what you yeah. think his character is going to be. Yeah. Um, but if I think about like the great, I think about uh, Renfield. In that too. Um, yeah. I think about the favorite, but I'm thinking about roles he's played and yeah. why on one hand it is inspired. Can this guy take on this different menacing, imposing gravitas role? I, I have no doubts that, 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 that that talent could be in him and gun can get in out of him. I'm just saying I'm seeing a lot of response to like, this is inspired. This is different. He fits the mold. And I'm like, he, he feels like Eisenberg. It feels like the Jesse Eisenberg casting, a younger guy who's played kind of quirkier roles. This is different than, I hate to say his name, but this is different than Kevin Spacey getting cast as Lex. Mm-hmm. significantly different this is different than when even they brought in guys um the guy they brought to play him on titans um oh titus welliver john yeah. crier was quirkier but then you saw mm-hmm. what they did to him and they made him like the traditional archetype right mm-hmm. for lex it feels like so i'm just interested in and 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 why i'm playing the joke and i said you know i don't want some tweets tomorrow i want people to actually talk to me about this yeah. is I feel like, like, why is nobody going to say that? It was an interesting casting choice to me because when we looked at the options, I know there were some other rumors, and you never know if they're true, but like Alex Skarsgård was floating out there. That's way different than this. Bill Skarsgård, more along this line, 
right? So James Gunn, it appears, right? Because all I could do is look at the actor and look at what I think the story could be. That's all we know. All we can mm-hmm. do is speculate, and there's nothing wrong with speculating. It, it it feels like what Eisenberg was. I'm gonna wait to be proven wrong, hopefully, but it feels similar. And I don't know. I think Nicholas Holt is talented, but this idea of like them being like kind of close in age again, I, 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 it, it looked like people didn't like that last time. So maybe James Gunn will perfect it. Yeah. Um, so do I really have an opinion on it? I, I, no, because I think James Gunn is going to make a great is is going to is going to make magic with a lot of this movie. I do because he's shown me he can do it before. I'm just more so at my mind on the discourse has immediately sh- shifted past the casting, and I went. I feel like it's this once again blind. Everything James Gunn announces is like gold, and every choice he's making is like, oh, he understands it. He has it. everyone just hated what Eisenberg was even visually Mm -hmm. you make him bald if you make if you make Holt bald it he doesn't it he still doesn't fit that he still doesn't fit what I think of when I see Lex Luthor which on one hand is heavily inspired and I respect the hell out of that and that's what makes me so curious I just cannot believe there's not more discourse saying what I'm saying right now from what I've seen. Yeah. Like, am am, am I off? Am I wrong? Well, nobody's talking about it outside of Twitter. Right. And there's there's just a strong contingency of people that no matter what he does, they're, they're, you know, 100% behind him, which we are too, but I think it's okay to question some of this stuff. I mean, Hell, I questioned Heath Ledger. I questioned a lot of these castings. Sure. In the past, it turned out to be great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, I I just, I don't, for me, it's beyond Holt. It's almost the entire cast. And I, I don't know. And there's that other one. Did you want to leak that other one too or no? I mean, is that out there? I'm not leaking anything. No, it's it's okay. it's out there. That Rooker might be. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam Lane. Sure. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then okay. the other actress, he casted the engineer, who's a villain in the Authority. Right. Right. I know nothing about the Authority, so they're playing a role. Uh, and the rumor is Brainiac's larger villain. I think Holt. I could see him as Brainiac. Hmm. I can see him yeah. as a damn good Brainiac. He's done the he's done the prosthetic before. He could be yeah. a damn good Brainiac. I just think what I'm referring to is I feel like it, uh, I, I feel like when these f- stories get kind of redone, like we go from Christian Bale to Ben Affleck to Robert Pattinson, different, yeah. different, different. This just on paper. Robert Pattinson gets cast and you already start seeing and feeling something different is going to be done with this character. Yeah. People dislike that version of Lex from the Snyder stuff so much that I'm shocked that there's not more discourse saying this casting feels like that casting. I think it was more so just that, that particular version of that character people like like i like i I think eisenberg was a little too weird i think sure but that's why i'm saying well i'm reserving the actual the execution it's all gonna be an execution i'm just saying on paper right now all we can go off the casting on paper and all you have to assume and start speculating what a person's gonna do with a role is what you've seen them do before 
Yeah. That's that's all you can do. So I'm just shocked and I would be very I would be very interested in having a conversation with someone who disagrees with that. If you really think Nicholas Holt is that different on paper than what Eisenberg was on paper when he got cast, even conceptually, I I I I need a very convincing, very convincing set of reasons on how it's so different. Cause I just don't see how it's so different. Not now. And I'm interested. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about either of their careers, but I would say that Eisenberg to me was always a little bit more quirky than Holt, right? A little bit more comedic. You haven't seen other roles he's done. I have not. That's why I think they're okay. both. A little I'm not, I'm not correct. Yeah. He is N- Nicholas Holt, which is why I'm so interested. The roles he's been playing the last outside of the X-Men stuff, the last yeah. four or five years are very out there okay. and very out there. And I'm excited to see him really flip a switch or is he going to be a similar kind of version because a young businessman, a young character obsessed with Superman is much different than an older established stoic character yeah. doing it. Who's who's so, had the who's had the opportunity of to 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 really grasp what it means, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like right. it, it's gonna f- I, I gonna feel it, like Eisenberg. It right, feels yeah. like Cavill mm-hmm. Eisenberg right. on paper. And maybe Lex doesn't even have a big role in the movie, too. I think that's the other thing that nobody's really addressing is that, you know, I think he's announcing so many characters in this movie that I don't think all of them are really, like, going to be a major part of it. Like, maybe Lex Luthor is there and he's just there to set up that down the line, I'm going to be your greatest enemy. Like, maybe Lex is just getting introduced. Like, maybe he's in the last 10 minutes of the movie. I don't know, right? So, I mean, I think it's maybe there's not going to be enough to really judge off whether or not he is the right guy for the role. Maybe there is. I don't well, know. Well, no, he's but... he's the guy. I mean, it makes no difference. Well, now. no, like I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be like, like he's got to be the guy, right? Because it, yeah. it, there's no. I don't think he's the main villain. That's what I'm trying. Yeah, to but I mean, he's yeah. he's. I don't think Nicholas Holt is coming into the movie to be in the movie for ten minutes. I think that he's probably going to be set up as. I mean, the main you you still can't make a Superman trilogy, four movies universe without Lex Luthor being somehow involved in it well, just i just don't like, think he's the main one That's just like you yeah. can't yeah right we right we've already he's, he's the business guy maybe he's right. working with sure. brainiac if that's what it is yeah maybe, maybe he pulls some stuff in the middle east although gun debunked that so i don't know maybe right. he's just orchestrating the stuff like so yeah. many animated series like i've actually seen a lot of um takes lately i don't know if you guys feel this way this might be a cool way to kind of divert too is i mean the last time i checked this movie was called superman legacy and while I understand some of the frustration that I've seen, that there's a lot of people that are confused and frustrated that a lot of the castings that we're getting aren't Superman related or haven't been Superman character related. To me, it just feel, I just I'm just res- like respecting the ambition that Gunn seems to be doing. It feels a lot like Superman the animated series. It feels a lot like Justice League Unlimited. I get that. Um, I'm just confused because it feels like people aren't calling this a Superman movie, and he's. I know Superman and Lois are going to be at the forefront. I get there's a lot of characters in this movie. We've never had that before in a Superman movie. But to me, this is the perfect way to, to make this like a launch pad for characters such as the Authority. To bring in, to properly introduce a character maybe like a Supergirl, a Metamorpho, uh, a Hawkgirl, a, a Green Lantern, a version of Green Lantern. 
you know, to, to maybe properly set up Lex Luthor and why he maybe hates Superman and don't just make it so that there's 20 years of, you know, history that we don't know about on why Lex Luthor is the way he is. So I don't know if you guys have felt that way too, but I'm just in the book that I'm just respecting I, yeah, the vision. I don't, the I don't know how to feel with the the state of where the the genre is right now. Um, I'm just, I just, I'm worried. I'm worried. And I, I, are we going to talk about that? Is is anything, we don't have to do that right now, but I'm worried about the future of, of these movies. And if it's too late, if it's, if it's just tentpole around certain things, I, I, I just, you know, we've, we've seen what's happened this year. And when I look at the slate, just beyond DC, but even Marvel, some of these things that are coming out and we all know there are a lot of stuff's being reworked on and stuff. It's, I mean, hell, we didn't even watch Loki. I didn't even finish Loki. So somehow when I hear these castings and they're uninspired to me, it kind of gets lumped into the landscape of what's going on out there. And I say to myself, if I'm a diehard and I'm somebody that cares, like, you know, what, what it's not moving the needle for me like what does this mean so i just think that there's a bigger story there's a bigger picture here and um you know this movie these things are still so far away i i understand it's like a year less than two years away and and they'll start to be some buzz soon when it starts to to film and all that right now we're sitting here uh, end of november thanksgiving week i just don't Right now, it doesn't feel big to me. There's nothing in the movie based on who he's cast that makes it feel like it's a big-time superhero movie. Kind of feels smaller, unknown actors, nobody that's got any kind of a box office. And I know, guys, that though we've argued about this, that that doesn't necessarily matter. Feels small to me. Feels like a small Superman movie to me. And maybe that's where, maybe that's the beauty of it. Maybe that's where it starts. Maybe it doesn't need to be so big. Maybe it doesn't need to have these outlandish and overly see the top CGI third. You know, the other day we were, we're going all over the board here, but the other day I was really, I was watching some discourse online about man of steel and, um, you know, somebody just put it so eloquently, like it was a really good movie. No matter what a lot of people think till you got to that third act and they were just decimating a city and it got, and I, and I got angry with it because I was like, that's really what screwed Superman up. Right. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like yeah. we're See, sitting here talking about that. Cause that movie was like two thirds of the way of being like a really good stepping stone and a foundation. And then it just became utter destruction and death. And it just got really weird. And I know James won't do that. So I think it might be a smaller type movie. I um I agree and disagree with you with the both of you, but Zeddy it looked like you were gonna say something first. No, but so I don't think it's a small movie. I think it's a small movie in cast, maybe in name. Um, with what he's trying to do with it, I think it's very, very huge and it's very, very complex and it's starting to feel maybe a little bit too big. Um, but maybe mm. this is the type of movie you need to make to get people excited in the character and the world he's creating. But then that is where I then kind of slightly disagree with Zeddy where 
I know he says that Superman and Lois are the clear protagonists. His wording of things is always really specific. What I know about James Gunn is besides like Slither or him being a producer on Brightburn, his last four films, um, I have seen him use large ensemble casts and he likes doing it. He likes doing it a lot. Yes. Peter Quill is the main character of two of the guardians films. He says rocket is the secret protagonist the whole time. Most of those characters have pretty equal screen time in those movies. Yeah. Quill a little bit more that first movie, but they have a lot of screen time. Tell me who the lead of the suicide squad is. I don't know who the lead of that movie is, right? It's an ensemble cast. Are Cold well, Sweat and, and, and Brosnahan the leads? But do I think a lot of screen time is going to be spent with other characters and other things? Yeah. Guys, he's 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 introducing a world with fully established DC heroes. He's introducing an entire new team of characters called the Authority that are going to be featured later the rumors are that amanda waller is in there right yeah. uh there's uh, the leaks share that brainiac is hinted to be a villain too you have lex luther you're trying to tell a personal story about superman and the world and you got lois lane in there that is a lot for one film the scripts already feel denser than the three guardians films and the suicide squad so on one hand i go this movie's really doing a lot it's really doing a lot. Do yeah. I think he could juggle it? I do. At the same time, I go, it does feel like a little bit more of a DC Universe movie than a true Superman film. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. So I think it's – but is that what you need, right? Is that what you need to get people dead? You talked about this, and it's going to tie into another topic later. These movies have to start feeling like events, I think they do, and I think he understands that. I think he knew he couldn't just make a movie that was just Superman, just Lois, just a villain. Boom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think all criticisms of it are fair. I think a lot of praises for it are fair. I'm just so interested. I'm just so interested because it's um, – it's, it's, I think this movie's going to try to do a lot of things a lot of things and we see it time and time again when a movie tries to do a lot of things does it always work now if you put a gun to my head and said well what director would you want to try to do that in a comic book film space i would say well i want it to be james gunn <laughs> put a gun to your head get it yeah well that was yeah that's on purpose you're um, really going guns blazing now or give, me, <laughs> or give me the russos with kevin feige and james gunn's input that's what i would say for handling something yeah. that big um, or Sam Raimi because the multiverse of slapness was incredible and you fudging people want to act like that movie's not immaculate. Dude, that movie's so good. Um, so let's... let's. Oh, you mean the future director of uh, an Avengers movie that we're going to talk about? I later? need you both to know. <laughs> if Sam Raimi ends up being the director of Secret Wars, I will donate to a charity of your choosing. <laughs> I didn't say a dollar amount and that was intentional. I will donate to a charity of your choosing. <laughs> I will be doing backflips. Oh, if the if the king, the goat, the master himself 
handles that. I think we should stay on DC. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, by the way, the plot in the he, James Gunn has debunked the Middle East plot. By the way, thank God. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the right call. So either he's telling the truth, or they're changing it, or he's subverting again, or he's subverting, and it's going to be like in the desert, but they'll never yeah. say it's the Middle East, <laughs> but it's the Middle East. Like Zeddy, where did um? I love this about the movie too because no one's ever asked about it. Zeddy in the new Top Gun. Who are they stopping? Nobody knows. Nobody it's just knows. This, it's just this a group. It's just, a group. It's just this group that wants to go down. Bad guys. They're, they're, they're an unnamed country villains or it's organization. Cobra. It's Cobra. Right? It's Cobra. That's it's Cobra. Cobra. Um, this was interesting to me. Oh, I know. You know. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow has a writer. Her name's uh, Anna Noguaria. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting in the press release was that this woman actually was hired to write a Supergirl film to spin off the flash with Sasha Kaye attached. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran liked her work so much. They wanted her to take a crack at this. And James Gunn even went on to say that her script is above and beyond anything he could have thought and wanted for the project. It's great news. Great endorsement from the CEO. Um, And it's, very interesting to hear that this movie is has a script. Brave and the Bold doesn't have a script. So and he's actively looking for directors for this Supergirl movie. So this movie's next. Yeah. Which is interesting. So he's really looking to develop these Kryptonians and this world of the authority first. I feel like the authority then would be the next movie. So I'm interested at that. I thought that you might go a different way with the films. Um, but talk to me about that. The whole Supergirl woman of tomorrow having a writer. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be this soon. I would say, <laughs> I mean, like we knew that eventually he was looking for writers for all these projects. We just needed the writer strike to be over. Like he's been actively saying that. Um, I do think that it's very, interesting i think is the right word that you said too the fact that it's the same writer that was ultimately penning a movie that was going to ultimately be set in a different universe with a different supergirl and i know the article that broke says that it's still unclear whether or not sasha kai is gonna be brought back or not i mean i would think i would like for her to get another shot if that's what the script entails if the role is that interchangeable interchangeable to where you can give her another shot with a with a different vision I think it would be okay because I'm of the belief. I don't think the GA really has a, a firm opinion on her one way or the other in The Flash. Most people that saw that movie actually kind of liked her anyway in the movie. So if she is a Supergirl, I don't see any reason why a different vision with the more creative mindset couldn't ultimately fix, fix the portrayal. Um, I just think that it, it's inter- it's more fascinating, too, that whether or not the script was rewritten in a way that where it could still be Kaye or it's suddenly totally different because we've also seen scripts like that too where they're written in a way where it could be one character and then be the exact opposite but my ongoing theory and why this feels like it's happening so fast is i think supergirls and supergirl legacy or superman legacy and i think they're fast tracking trying to get the character out there that that's what my theory is because why why else does it feel like the script is already done they're already looking for a director we thought this movie was way down the line and now it feels like it's going to happen within the next like 
two to three years. I don't know. I think she's more of like a post credit reveal towards the end. Like Brainiac is like, there's another one of you out there. That's what I think so too. Or like, um, because I don't think Gunn's doing multiverse. I don't. I think he knows not to touch that. Dad, how about you? I mean, I think it's good because at the end of the day, you said something. He's really looking to develop the Kryptonians and. We've always talked about how in a shared universe of DC, how, how Superman does need to be the first and foremost, the backbone of it. So I think it's good to, if they could really stick to the plan and at least say out of the gate, we're going to go one, two, three, no matter what. Even if one or two of them don't create this ultimate. I think they get euphoria. I think they got to try it. Mm-hmm. Couple, then, you know, couple you, projects. You hit a couple or two yeah. or three, and it's not. It doesn't feel like it's just keep going. Quite there, then you got to turn to the guy with the cowl in the ears. I mean, I don't know, and, and bring yeah. him in and have him start start paying the bills again. Because you know, last time we saw what they did, and I, and I, 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 I'm still of the belief that his movie will be successful. I just don't know. I just don't know based on the time and stuff like that, if anything will ever really be quite what it was. And if they're going to be more, you brought up something earlier with event films. I'm, I'm not quite so sure that, that the eventness of these films is going to be like something. I think it's going to be very few and far between. I really do. Um, I have, once again, I'm going to go somewhere different with it because I think you both touched on great things. I'm going to give a point and give kind of two sides of a coin on it um, because I'm I'm more into, I think something I'm getting more and more into um, in this space is more objective conversations about things. And um, I do think the kind of state of this uh, genre is difficult to talk about because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, clear biases that I think is it, it can be frustrating to have conversations sometimes in order to like analyze news. Um, which I mean, biases are fair, but you'll know what I'm about to explain. Um, I love nothing more than unknown talent. I love it. I love unknown talent. And I am always into the idea that I think there are artists out there who can, who don't necessarily need a track record and who don't necessarily need a, a, a lot on their resume to be able to tell a great story for a particular character. Am I saying that? Cause I think I could write a damn good Spider-Man script. Yes, I do think so. But I do want to say this, um, you know, the writer has no, um, <laughs> film or TV written credits to her name. So I just feel like, I don't know if this news came out for, Marvel or DC mm, script must have been pretty damn good. <laughs> well, one, the script is must be pretty damn good. Which on one hand I go is amazing, but once again, what, what I feel like is annoying is this like I feel like if this writer was hired for Marvel or Star Wars, people would be like, they didn't do anything. Bad choice by Marvel in the gutter. And I'm like, okay, just I don't know, just 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 I don't know. It um, I I love it, but. It, it just feels like, I don't know, none of these DC announcements, there's any hmm. conversation around them. There's just pure, Nothing. pure freaking. And like, on one hand, I really like it because I'm like, man, does DC need wins? But like, hmm. a lot of praise were, a lot of 
praise we're putting into this stuff. And I, I just don't Listen, know. I, there's I, no, there's I no think wins. it creates so un, such unhealthy Listen, expectations sometimes. Like That's all put, I'm trying to say. It's like putting together a sporting a, a team. There's no wins till you go out and you win. That's what I'm saying. You like, know what I'm saying? So, like, none of this means anything for you. Um, so you put the team together and the team goes out and plays. And in this case, they're going to make a movie and we're going to we're gonna judge it from that. It feels like sense. Brad Pitt and Moneyball. Why do we want this person? Because right. they can write a good script. Right. Why do we want you know this person? Because I mean? they get on base. But, but I'm also <laughs> praising that and saying I, I love the idea that this writer came to them and has sucked twice – was so impressive twice that they were like, we love this. We want you to do it. And then uh, we're not doing that anymore, but we liked your thing so much. Can you do it again? She does it again. And oh my God, it's amazing again. I love that. I'm just saying it's like so fascinating that like th- something we're also taking into account though, very new writer for film and TV, it feels like. And she was an actress or still is an actress. So that's, that's, that's interesting too. So she's definitely been around stuff. So there's that to bring to the table. I just find it interesting because I feel like there's such like a, there's such like a Marvel Star Wars hate right now that I feel like if this writer got announced for those franchises, people would be shitting on the whole idea. You guys know who the rumor director is for the movie too, right? Uh, Kate Heron from Loki season season one. That, that, that's a, that That one wasn't on my bingo card. I like that. Do not make me comment on that, though. No, I'm not. I just I don't want mean. No, 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 no. I don't want to get mean. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Actually, screw it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> if I see another tweet, I love people, and some people I know tweeted this. I do I think it would be great too? But I just want to say something. Um, I, I need the world to know that there are more. Uh, female directors right now than um, Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah. Um, Greta Gerwig is not the only female director in Hollywood right now. I just want people to know that. Um, so if I see one more tweet that says who should direct Superman Legacy. I don't think I don't think Supergirl Woman in tomorrow see Greta yeah. Gerwig when that's not her thing and she's already doing the Chronicles of Narnia. That's her next project. She ain't doing yeah. that. That was that wasn't uh, my choice. Yeah. I, I'm not saying you no, I'm just it? saying like yeah. it's no, funny and like do yeah. I think Greta Gerwig is an like incredible director? Like she's the de facto answer that people go to. But yeah. I think she's an incredible director. Yeah. And I think if she was given this and she did put time into it, especially if like Noah wrote the script with her, I think it would oh, be amazing. Sure. But I'm just saying like every tweet I see of like who should direct it, I'm like, let, let's, 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 let's start like spreading more awareness of more right. female directors. Kate Heron is one of them. So I think that's an incredible choice. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to use that against you on a later take. <laughs> why you're you're wanting to be creative and not like always kind of pigeonhole a certain popular person um hold on <clears throat> i know what he's talking about so let's pivot to that and i'm going to tell you why you're wrong allegedly reed richards is pedro pascal now what's different here is what i'm saying is it's a very specific which director should do this movie, right? Credit Gerwig. Um, I want everyone to remember on this podcast before my dad gives his thoughts on Pedro Pascal and Reed Richards. I want everyone to remember what he just said about the Superman legacy cast with no one being recognizable and no one really having a following. 
Now he's going to share with you his thoughts on Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. And he better not say, he better not say the move that he's in everything or he's too big or whatever. He better not say that. Because that would be a contradictory take to his Superman legacy take. Now, I know he's not going to say that, is he? Listen. He's not going to say that, is he? I know for damn well sure Listen. he's not going to say that, is he? There's Go. plenty of other actors <laughs> that have a following. Okay. They can attract some stuff. It is probably one of the most uninspired, you. boring castings I've ever heard of. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Wow. Mando, The Last of Us plays Reed Richards. I mean, come on, man. Honestly, what did nobody want the role? I mean, I can't believe Would it. Would you I have mean, preferred there... Adam Driver? I no. You know what? <laughs> no. Uh, no. no. But I would I, I get what like you're a, saying. I do get I would have preferred saying. like Jake Gyllenhaal or I mean, look, well, I that was think, rumored, but it just seems like there were just a lot of other money. people. I, I would have I would have preferred um you know, some of those other actors, those Middle Eastern actors. I mean, I, I just I just feel like it's I don't know, it just it it reeks of Disney to me. Of I know you don't see him in Mando, but I don't know. I just I got a news for you, man. I don't know what they're doing with that fan. Again, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I'm not sure they all know what they're doing right now. I agree. I think there is a major, major shift going on. Major studios, majors shift. I think the studios are really, really trying to put their heads together. I, I was well. Let's talk about this, and then I'll I'll get into what I was going to talk to you from a business perspective. You know, so my dad doesn't like it, Zeddy. No. Uh, I mean, he wasn't my first choice, but I mean, it's it's hard to argue that I think Marvel needs to start going with a popular vote right now or the populace. I would say, I mean, why well, looked? I mean, you know, he he's proven that he can give me a little, you know, can give me a little drama. He can give me a little comedy. So I think he kind of appeals to both sides. He is an actor that people know and what and well is well liked at the moment. I don't think Reed Richards is going to be the lead of the movie anyway. I think the person that they're getting for Sue Storm is arguably going to be at the front and center anyway. So I don't think him being in a movie doesn't really detract from anything either. I think he's just there to be the recognizable guy that people like in a movie. So I, I'm for it. Now, is that an inspired choice? Yes, because he wasn't on my on my radar. But it, it's for them, it's like they're in, they're in the opposite boat of DC. I feel like where it's hard for them not to go against who people like, whereas DC, I think, can be a little... They can get a little creative because people, I think, are on so much on the side of the opposite fence with DC. Whereas with Marvel, I think for the most part, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying everybody loves this casting, nor should they. But I think for the most part, if you say that Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards, the guy from The Mandalorian, the guy from The Last of Us, the guy that blew your socks off in the unbearable way to massive, massive talent and other things. I think it's OK, because I think Sue Storm is arguably going to be the big winner anyway. Nico, are you talking about Vanessa Kirby, though? Yeah. 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 She's great. I mean, she's great. And I called that years ago, but she's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she's way more striking than Pedro Pascal is. But nobody knows her. What do you mean? I don't. I. She's an, she's an Academy nominated. The Crown. Was, she's in the Crown. Mission, Mission crown. Impossible. Impossible. You're right about the Crown. The crown. The crown. Hobbs, and Hobbs and Shaw. She's in the Fast and Furious. Hobbs and Shaw made autumn, honey. <laughs> Calm down now. 
There's a lot um, of blockbuster movies, but I mean, but that's the archetype. In regards to Mr. Pascal, everyone's favorite daddy, you know what I think this casting is? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> For two reasons. Actually, three. One, I think he's a good actor. Two, people really like him. And prior, and contrary to a lot of people's opinions, he is popular and pretty well known. Number three, why I like it. People love him. And you know what I mean by people love him. We got to read Richards with some uh, Riz. That's good for a GA. Because on paper, to me, listen, I haven't read a lot of fan. I have not read a lot of Fantastic Four. I've mainly read. I've mainly read Fantastic Four when they're crossing over with Spider Man or the Avengers. Here's what I'll say: Reed Richards can be boring. <laughs> boring. He's a scientist, after all. And you know who's not <laughs> boring? Pedro fucking Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> he's not boring so that's what i'm saying like it, it, yeah. it's 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 on one hand i know people go he's in everything put him in it on the other hand i go it that to me though it does feel a bit more inspired mm-hmm. it does feel a bit more inspired and reed is traditionally a little older too so i think it works mm-hmm. um i didn't like driver I thought Hall was okay, but he was Mysterio, and I I don't like the whole multiverse thing. I, I, I think more people. Isaac. I think more people. You're on to something there, but he's in. No, no, no. He's in actually too many things. He's actually in too many things. He's actually go away. He is. He is actually in too many things. That's fair. Good lord. Now I won't lie to you though. It's just bring Chris Evans back as Mr. I did see. I did see something, and my dad would. My dad will like this. I did see a report that I don't know if it's true. I did see that Jamie Dornan was up for him, and I did kind of like that a lot. That would have been cool. I did kind of like that a lot. He's riding like a wave. Like he's he's making a lot of like really critically acclaimed stuff and really perfected himself as an actor. I'm like, oh, his comeback could have been cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. shall we stay on Marvel? Wait, Marvel? wait a second. Time out. We're not, we're not getting the giant cloud of a villain no more because there was a heavy rumor that I think you two particularly were fond of on who might be up for the uh, villain. In the oh, a Javier Bardem is Galactus. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be mainly his voice, but he's imposing. Go see No Country for Old Men. Now see an example of a role where you can see it. No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Go watch The Great and then tell me if you think Holt can still play Lex Luthor. Just saying. And I know that actors can do a lot of different things. I'm being facetious. It's a joke. Um, yeah. Shall we stay on Marvel? Yes. Do we have a major problem? Well, major problem? I, I think we talked about this a little bit, but we can talk about it more. There is sort of a rumored pivot that they're moving away from the Kang stuff. I don't know if that's true. I think we should wait to see if that happens. Yeah. Because yeah. you got conflicting reports all around. I think they should and could. Um, if you think about it, um, they haven't built Kang like Thanos. 
I really don't think anyone would care. If you think about it, three of his appearances, two of them have been on television. And one of them, the other one, the main one, uh, yeah, he was a standout, but the, a lot of people say the movie sucks and it flopped. And he loses to Ants, spoiler alert, and maybe dies at the end. So it's like why most people have only seen him the once, so you don't need to use him again. He could have just been the villain for Ant-Man 3. You mm -hmm. wrapped and then on Loki, spoiler alert, there's similar fates. So like, and that's TV. So like you, you could have just had that Kang thing all wrapped up in TV and Quantumania. Um, and I think Doom is cool. I think Doom's a villain they should go back to. I think it's actually been too long. I think they should have went to the Fantastic Four and Doom right away after Endgame, but they didn't want to. Um, I want to, and my dad has alluded to this before. There is, you know, rumors of this soft reboot happening post Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. And um, I personally I just want to get both of your thoughts on it. I personally think it's necessary. And I know the other take is, well, no, we don't want that. We don't want to bring these people back. We need to just keep moving forward with these characters. They've tried. They've tried. I'll be honest with you. They've tried. And it was a mix of oversaturation and lack of quality. But you know what? The one thing you don't get back is time. Uh, yeah, are there better creatives they can hire to tell Thor stories, to, to tell Doctor Strange stories, to tell uh, who else is there? Those characters' stories, right? Captain Marvel stories, Sam Wilson stories, sure. Mm -hmm. But um, they tried, and those characters aren't resonating with people. And now they're reshooting pretty much – they won't say it. They're reshooting Captain America four. Four to six months of reshoots is an entire film. They're pushing everything back. There's nothing they're building here. Look at the Marvels. Historic. You were joking earlier. Said it is historic. It's the biggest drop of the comic book film of all time, and it's going to be one. It's probably going to go down as the worst performing sequel of all time in cinematic history. Lowest opening. There's a problem now. These characters, these stories are not resonating. I think you. Throw everything in the kitchen sink at Deadpool, the Avengers film, and then Secret Wars, and then you reset and bring back some of these people. I think you do. And I don't think it's desperation. I think it's what the universe needs. Their succession plan post-Endgame didn't, didn't work. Unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Nobody likes Brie Larson. Look at the Marvels. The Marvels is showing you no one cared about that character actually when it came down to it. And yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, but Spider-Man can succeed in a garbage can. You can tell any Spider-Man story on screen in any universe. Tom Holland can play it in the Sony universe. He can play it in the MCU. No one will care. People will go see the movie. And the way they're cracking the Spider-Verse open, yo, man. When in doubt, throw Toby in there. When in doubt, throw Andrew in there. When in doubt, throw Venom in there. Oh, oh, hey, now it's time to bring Miles in? Spider-Man's fine. Spider-Man's bigger than the MCU at this point, mm -hmm. in my opinion. So all that being said is, uh, dude, uh, you can move away from Kang, yeah or no, but I think you got to reset this thing after Secret Wars. What, what do you guys think? Say, what do you think? Well... I already think they got too much stuff. I already, I already, like you think of Thunderbolts and you think of Captain America four and they're probably kicking themselves that, that they even, I, I even did these movies. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's going to look like a glut of stuff. And then you got all the Sony crap 
that um, we didn't uh, even talk yeah. about that. I, I'm sure we'll I, talk yeah. about that a little bit, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's really a lot of crap out there and there's a lot of stuff out there and it's not going to be good because a lot of this stuff is going to weigh down some of the good stuff. And I'm just telling you right now, critics are going into these movies with a pre dispositioned attitude of it's, it, you know, somebody, somebody tweeted that it's not superhero fatigue. It's superhero trope fatigue. I mean, come on, man. That's the same thing. I mean, it's it's the Western trope. It's the action trope. I mean, anytime there's overkill on a certain theme concept, that's what happens, right? I mean, it is what it is. And so I just feel like I agree with you, everything you said about moving on from Kang and bringing some more of that old. I just think there's, once again, there's just too much stuff out there. Hmm. And it's really, it's the next five years are going to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's a bit much. So some really good things are going to suffer because people aren't going to go see them. And I think we're going to, and then there's going to be the occasional thing that just pops. But I'm not sure anything's going to pop anywhere near um, No Way Home or or like Endgame and Infinity War. I, I don't think so. I know you think Secret Wars would. Maybe it, maybe it would have a chance. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to use Deadpool as the litmus test next year and see how much that really does move the needle, how much people really do care, or is nostalgia now becoming old? Do people not care about nostalgia? Because remember, you can do these things a couple of times, like No Way Home, and it's it's wonderful. It's fascinating. But, you know, maybe the next time Toby comes on the screen, it's not as, it's just not it's not there like it was. People already saw it. They already did it. Oh yeah. Oh, he's always oh, back again. Oh, I'm just being serious here with you guys. I, I don't, I don't know that any of this stuff, um, there's a lot out there. I, if I were them, I'd be scaling back and doing some tax cutoffs like Zasloff did and some of this stuff. Well, I'm just being, I'm just being honest with you. I really am. I, I'm, no, I'm I, not, I, you know, I don't think you're off. I mean, real? that last, that last movie, how could it just shows you how powerful they were that Captain Marvel did a billion dollars sandwiched in between Infinity War and Endgame. And then this movie comes out and it's a better movie than the first one. And nobody, nobody went to go see it. It's all, it's just, and I, you know, we didn't even review the movie. It's to me. I never even said anything on Twitter. It was a very, forgettable sloppy messy movie with a couple of good performances but overall i thought it was one of the worst comic book movies i've seen definitely in the lower tier of captain marvel uh but but not as bad as the original so having said that i i would agree i mean yeah man they gotta they gotta scale back man these studios are not going to make 200 200 million budget movies to do three four hundred million i mean these movies have to do like $750, $800 million to break even and turn a little profit mm-hmm. based on those budgets, not counting the marketing stuff. So, I mean, nobody's going to continue to flesh these things out and make them. So they're going to have to use lower budgets and lower budgets mean maybe less star power and, you know, less CGI. So we're in a real tricky time here right now. And I mean, I, I know I sound like a harbinger of doom on this stuff, but yeah, I mean, honestly, we'll we'll see. You know, I'm excited about Aquaman. I'm curious to see what is Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. what is it going to do, man? I mean, I know. 
Like, I don't think it's going to do worse than the Marvels. Do you? Z? Uh, no. Maybe a little bit better, but I'm just looking to, I think we should maybe just temper as far as how the rest of the year sh- has shaked out. I mean, I don't know if it could have been this massive juggernaut as opposed to if the genre was a little bit more healthy and thriving. And DC wasn't in this reboot, and Jason Momoa wasn't already going on talk shows saying that he's yeah, he's cool. already killing he is, it. Like, as, as Aquaman, so I just think yeah, that, that's a little a, bit weird. And we interesting, don't have to talk about that. interesting um, way to promote the film. Yeah, but I, I think you know, and obviously, like to your credit, like we obviously like it does suck to see that the Marvels doing as poorly as it does because we don't want to ever see a comic movie like that uh, just tank and not generate anything like whatsoever. Like that's awful for the genre. Um, altogether, but I think it's interesting because if you are somebody that's of the belief right now that less is more, well, next year is going to be that test. No, it's not. The whole is slate it? is literally cut in half, at least, at least from what I mean. Oh, you got a lot of stuff you know, coming out well, next year, don't you? You still do, but I mean, like, nothing really. You got Craven, Madam Web, you got what yeah, else? But I mean, Venom 3. Venom 3. Venom 3. But you know, you got your Deadpool 3, you got your Joker yeah. 2, and then. It's a lot. Which Get. is still a lot, but Get. I, I think, you know, in. in in Marvel's credit, I think they're just finding out that you know what, you just can't do it without Prime Iron Man, Prime Captain America, Prime Black Widow. You just need all those people there because it's just, it's just what people are gonna flock to. You need the event movies right now. That is just is what it is. It's why I think something like Superman is actually in a prime spot to succeed. But that's that's just me. I think you need that going forward. I think give give one last hurrah to all those older people. Let them, let them say goodbye to it. Make one last big grandiose Avengers movie, blow it up, and then start over again in, in five years. That's what, what do you I got? Do. You want you want some <clears throat> breaking news? Yeah. From uh, Jeff Snyder about fifty minutes ago. This is not helping. Um, James Gunn and Jeff Snyder has some damn good sources. That's all I'll yeah, say. He does. James Gunn reportedly approached. Oh, was this in the Patreon newsletter? Blank for the role of Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. Later, Nicholas Holt ended up getting the role. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> James Gunn reportedly approached Bradley Cooper for the role of Lex Luthor in Superman Legacy. So he gave, <clears throat> he gave it to the younger actor. Oh, you know what that means now, right? Cooper didn't want it, you know. I told money, you. too yeah. much money. That, that was a move, though. So you see, that was that was a move, though. That actually was the move. That wow. type of that type, that of, type of well, didn't I mention him earlier? I said him or Downey Jr. Yeah. Right? Well, no, you you said Downey or Cooper, like somebody right. in that in that realm. Yeah, right. That'd have been interesting. That that have been more that helped movies sell a little bit too. So people love them. Uh, that's interesting. That um, is interesting. Wow. So the the last thing that we can talk about is some of these just briefly because we're at an hour here. But I think that, that this is a good good uh, good. We missed you guys. It's okay. They wanted good us. Show. Um, do either of you know the new? I mean, new as in today. New rumors from the possible fourth Spider-Man movie. I do not. So this comes from um, Heavy Spoilers, uh, that YouTube channel, which is great. The, the guy's name is Paul. He has great sources. I, I, I know Daniel Rickman has put this out there pretty recently too um, and went deeper today. 
Dad, I you, we were on the way to a concert the other day, and I was talking about the Spider-Man Two game, which I beat. And you were like, you know, I feel like with the next movie, like, how do you go? There's no way you can go smaller than No Way Home. You no, just can't, right? You can't do it. So, <clears throat> turns out Spider-Man Four is looking to tackle the multiverse again, mm-hmm. and they are looking for the Sony universe to start to merge with it. But there's two big, or well, there's three big things that the villains might be Vulture and Scorpion. But even more, the groundwork for the symbiote suit are allegedly in there. And because it's the Spider-Verse, there are several scoopers saying that Toby is supposed to be in the movie too. So... It sounds like they're going big with Spider-Man from here on out and that this film is kind of going to start an arc that leads, you know, Spider-Man to be the main force in the next two Avenger films as well, which is why I still think they will, they might be able to rival a little close to what Infinity War and Endgame did because you have Spider-Man riding hotter than ever. Um, and if you keep using these versions, see, I think people will never get tired of Toby and Andrew showing up and stuff. That's that's my thing. Because people were itching for them in Across the Spider-Verse. And if Jackman's so, huge, we'll know. It's just, it's well, that. Ja- yeah. It's that, it's that thing. But that people now those are, just, the, those are just some rumors and leaks, but it does line up um, with them looking to pump out a lot of those Sony movies next year and Madam Web really looking to open up the Spider-Verse itself. It makes a lot of sense that they've been talking about Hardy's Venom coming over for since before No Way Home, since before No Way Home. So this uh, to me makes a lot of sense. And um, if you think about it, well, what do these movies have to start doing that they've been criticized? Wasn't he in the post-credit of No Way Home or was that Venom too? Tom Hardy, they both had post-credit scenes to do with each other. Mm. Um, but if you think about it, what do these movies have to start doing? They have to start giving breadcrumbs and through lines to the events that will happen in uh, King Dynasty and Secret Wars. So I think, yeah, you keep showing the multiverse. You got Fox X-Men in one spot. You got Spideys in, a, in another spot. And you got the Fantastic Four film to bring them in. And look what you have now. A perfect setup for these two films. I dig it. Listen, you give me more Tobey, and I'm happy. I'm happy. What did you guys think of the man? Spider-Man in the black suit with Tobey? Are you kidding me? Sounds like a Nico That's music to my fucking ears. What did you think of the Madam Web trailer? I mean, like, does it look like a great movie? No, but I'm. I almost was. I almost respect the ambition. To be honest, if I mean if they do, I mean Sydney Sweeney looks looks incredible. I'll say that much. Um, but no, it, it doesn't look like it's anything utterly spectacular. I would I would hope to be wrong. I mean, in this case, as long as it's better than the whole hour and whatever minutes Morbius was, I'll take that as a win. How about as long, you, son? As, as long as Dakota Johnson can somewhat utter some charisma and some enthusiasm, unlike the living vampire himself, I think we'll be okay. My yeah. take on the trailer? Yeah. I was kind of quiet about it. Um, yeah, you were. Listen, the hey, trailer hey, did you know itself, that Zoom is in, the, is in that movie? 
Yeah, that's my next point. Zoom. The the trailer itself is pretty cheeks. I won't lie to you. (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty rough, but um, there's parts of it though, and the potential is dope. Um, I do think what they are trying to do from alleged some of the plot leaks, some of it does sound really cool. The problem is it just doesn't look good, like production-wise, um, budget-wise. I, I, but I dig what they're doing with the character. Um, I dig Adam Scott as a young Uncle Ben in some timeline. And hey, I gotta say, in 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 a respectful way, I, and and I mean this in a not creepy way, the the Julia Carpenter suit looks dope on Sweeney. Um, and I don't know. They're, they're, there's something about these spider characters coming together, and the potential of a of the Spider Verse being opened up in live action. That I don't know can be really cool. It's just cool. I'm a Spider Man fan first and foremost. So does but I'll fully admit it's not a good trailer. There's a couple scenes in the trailer that look dope, but the, the, it's not a good trailer. Um, I'm hoping they tried to hide everything that's cool in the movie. Hawkeye playing both sides. You know, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I forgot she's in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Hawkeye's in this too. It's crazy. She yeah. gets to play a spider character in Hawkeye. That's crazy. You know, for me, for me, when I said that to you the other day, driving home about how like Spider-Man has to be bigger and stuff, I that to me is the shame of it because hmm. there's so many great stories that they could tell to tell, and tell. unfortunately, it's going to get really convoluted into a thousand Spider-Man. Yeah, women. And it might work. I I would never disagree with you. The power of Spider-Man. It might feel a lot like those animated movies, and maybe mm-hmm. people won't like it. I I don't know. It's just a shame because No Way Home to me was like I would have liked him to continue with a solo story with a couple of villains, reestablish himself. But I get it that I get the thought process is that you can't go back, maybe. But it's a shame. Mm. And I wonder if at the end of the, the day we'll be looking back on this five, six, seven years from now saying, yeah, they even they even screwed Spider-Man up too a little bit too by trying to be too much. But I don't know. He is in a different class for sure. Um, I mean, like as far as Holland, all you really need to do or all that I guess that's really left for them to do with him is to put him in the black suit and to lead an Avengers team. No, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot, but I mean, there's a lot of that. New York stuff and, you know, there's yeah, but I mean, the love story of him and Mary Jane and, well, yeah. you know, another love interest coming in and the doubt. There's so many still wonderful They've already done human so much with him. quality aspects that you could do with him. Yeah. But it, I, I, my fear is that it just goes all out, ball out, you know, Spider-Verse action stuff, which, yeah, is cool and it's great, but it gets really confusing and heavy on the action, heavy on the CGI, and maybe I don't know. I I don't think they'll go. You were hoping it would go back to more of like a personal. Yes, maybe like, more like, 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 like the Raimi. Maybe like a, at least yeah. for the next one, you know, like which uh, I was looking for too. Yeah, right, like Spider Man too. But the Spider-Man buzzwords one. I've but the buzzwords I've heard of this one are too good. No, it's too. It's I, we said it. It's yeah, it's like right. how do you. How do you, how how do you, you go not, back? Yeah. How do you yeah. go back? Right. I mean, the buzzwords are, are are there. You know, they've never the done that. They've, they've never done it with Batman, right? Right. So Batman's able to go back. 
you know, grassroots solo yeah. character like like Pattinson, right? They they're liable to go back and be successful like that. I I don't know if I still think they could be successful as Spider Man doing it, but I guess it's mm -hmm. it's hard. Hard. Well, it feels like I've been at the drawing board right now, so I guess we'll yeah we'll have to see, right? Maybe maybe this sticks, maybe it doesn't, but I don't know. All right, Nico. I think we got to wrap this up. A lot we talked about, but yeah. great show. It is a great show. And we hope everyone has a lovely Thanksgiving. And thank yes. you for sticking yeah. with us. We're so thankful long. for you all. For 198, I know we talked about a lot. And hey, we, we we have been talking about things objectively. We all have a lot of different opinions on stuff now, which I think is so, so much more interesting. And uh, that's why I love you guys and love talking about this. And I hope it's a joy to listen to soon to listen to as well so if you're listening you might agree with one of us you might disagree with one of us and i think that's the beauty of it i think that's the beauty of it yeah, i think i think the beauty of it is you know through 198 episodes we've um we we you know we started in a, in a bad place with dc but we certainly for the most part our our discussions have been about really just an ultra super successful um, run by the MCU and, and some yeah. DC and just, a, just a gratifying overall golden age of, of comic book movies. And I think that we're, as we close out our 200 episodes, I think we're in a very different place now. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it's bad. I just think it, we're at a place now where there's a lot of maybe these self-reflection by these studios trying to figure out, you know, like we talk about less is more. How do you get back to the story? Uh, we see what the DCU is going to do. They're going to reboot and Marvel. So we're in really interesting times. One one thing for sure, though, is that the ultra high is gone. And I don't think anybody could argue with that. I, I don't want people to get mad. People get mad because they, they think when you say superhero fatigue, they think that it's going to go away, that someone's going to take it away from you and <clears throat> it's over. And mm -hmm. people get defensive, right? Don't take my toys away. Please don't take them. It's yeah. not that. It's just the idea that, you know, it's got to be careful right now. That's all. You got to be mm -hmm. careful and you got to really think hard about what, what these, these, these studios are going to think of hard of what they're doing. Because you will not see these investments continue to happen. And movies like the Marvels and Flash and possibly Aquaman coming out and all these movies that are have these two hundred million dollar budgets, they cannot do anything less than six, seven, eight hundred million dollars because they won't make them any. They won't make them anymore. They're going to make different ones. Yeah. You're going to see very different comic book movies going forward. Mm -hmm. Well said. Well said. Hey, we've seen the highs, we've seen the lows, we've seen somewhere in the middle, <laughs> and plenty more to come. So there you go. All right, I think that's going to be about do it for this week's episode, guys. So, uh, Mr. C, why don't you uh, pop up, pull, pull uh, away? Yeah, everybody can follow me at Uncruiser Jr. on Twitter, and we will be uh, dropping our, our final show, The Road to Rosemont, on RBTE, mm -hmm. right between the eyes podcast with our good buddy Rob Myers and Nico and a cast of, of a lot of people that uh, in one week's time will be, will be seeing Kiss at the Rosemont Horizon, the final show. Mm -hmm. End of an era uh, for me. It'll be very bittersweet. So uh, go ahead and give that podcast to listen. RBTE right between the eyes. Yeah, follow me everywhere at Nico Crusoe, Twitter, Instagram, Letterbox, and Nico Knows Film on TikTok. And um, just 
yeah, follow right between the eyes. Keep following this. Keep giving love to these two guys. And um, what a time. It's true. What a time. And we'll see where where things go from here. But we're going to keep talking about it. We're getting close to 200. And hell, there's going to be 200 more after that. So I can't wait. Have I given you guys a reason to live? Sure. That's a good. But it, can't, but it can't be your love, Z. Would, would it be okay if I had a shandy on Thanksgiving? That's really? another deep cut. Wow, he's he's pulling. I'm what is uh, what is Thor's nickname? God of Thunder. God of Thunder. Look at, him. Look, at him. Wow. Look at him. Look at him. Wow. Amen. Wow. Good for you, man. Proud of you. Yeah, I do love it loud. You are a killer, Nico. Another okay. one. He's wow. still going. I love wow. it. <laughs> okay. All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Letterbox at Nick Zennick. Of course, what I would want you guys to do is also follow this show. Adventure Lancy 1939, because as we've said before, we are rapidly approaching 200 episodes. So let's try to get let's get get the word out as well. We are almost at a thousand followers as well. Uh, so help us get there as well and help us celebrate two milestones uh, in in the form of one, I guess. That'd be really cool. But yeah, you know, of course, it was great to be back. As Nico said, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, whether you're in the States or not. You know, we're just very thankful for all you guys. And uh, here's to many more still to come. So for Nico Crusoe, for his father, Nick Crusoe Jr., my name's Xenic, and as Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell all your friends about me. We live in a society. Mm-hmm.